Hey there, piss freaks. Tom Takar here. Just wanted to let you know our guest today is Mike Racine. Check out Mike's podcast, The Sit Down with Mike Racine. And if you're in New York, how about you check out me and Tommy's show at Caroline's on Broadway, December 21st at 9.30 p.m. with Mark Norman, Dina Hashim, Joyelle Johnson, Mike Leibovitz, and Noah Gardenschwartz. That's carolines.com. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band, the podcast where comedians and sometimes actors like Brian Falduto <laughs> come on and defend music they like that people make fun of them for liking and shit upon them for enjoying. Uh, today on the show, we have my co-host, the one and only the lone wolf, he calls himself, oh, no. Tommy McDamara. <laughs> That's me, the wolf man. Yeah, the lone wolf man, he calls himself all the time. And uh, Tommy, how are you doing over there? I'm doing good. We just doing got good. back from the Brooklyn Nets game. We did. It was a good game. That was a great was game, a close actually. Game. It was good. Nets Wizards, Nets won. Nets Wiz. We didn't have John Wall playing. Who else did we have? We didn't have D'Angelo uh, playing. Yeah, a lot of people missing. But, but you know what? The tickets were $13. Tom got recognized in the beer line. That's true. Yeah, as a man who stole beer. <laughs> yeah. beer hey, aren't you that guy? <laughs> no, friendly man. <laughs> Said nice things. Anyway, um, I, I came back to the seat. I, I like to do this, where I came back to the our seats. I was like, yeah, sure. I got recognized in the beer line. Who cares? But none of you were there. For it, <laughs> pretty fun. And today on the podcast, we have our, our first, first return guest ever, and our most controversial guest, probably. Really? Uh, I think I bet I drummed up most of that <laughs> because of you and Tommy's last interaction. Oh, we have Mike Racine on the show. Hey, thanks. Thanks for coming, man. What's up with you and Brian Faldudo? I was listening to an older episode, <laughs> and it sounds like there's some. Unfinished business there. <laughs> there is. He. Uh, <laughs> we have a quote. For, we have a quote from him from after the show, <laughs> talking about me. You're tacky, and I hate you. I thought you'd drop he it. Said in. That about you. I should drop it in, but I don't have a lot of time. We're recording this hours before we put it up. We're really on under the wire on this episode. Uh, no, that's uh, that's him in the film School of Rock. But I think yeah. he was talking about me. No, he's a good man, and we appreciated him coming on the show. I still don't understand what what's going on with Brian Valduto and me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're good. We're good. He said he was going to come to our Caroline show. I will like say that, that he him. didn't show up. We had a uh, we had a seat <laughs> reserved. It said yeah. it said celebrity seat. Celebrity <laughs> and no seat. one said no. And it was right up front. And everyone noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mike, hey, it was just doing? empty, like your parents. Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Like the I also in a put, 90s movie. I also put one there for my dad, and he's dead, so I know he's not coming. But even his ghost, I sometimes hope will come. But I feel no warmth. <laughs> I feel the warmth of no ghost. Um, and that's no the new national ghost. album. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. The warmth of no ghost. Not bad. <laughs> hey, the national. If you're listening, how about the warmth of no ghost? How about you Venmo me? By the way, I gave out Jerry Seinfeld's email the other day on Twitter. I didn't get any Venmos. I said, Venmo me $100 if you use this. Jerry.Seinfeld at gmail.com if you want to become a comedian. 
Get in there. Man, uh, speaking of music um, and this podcast and Italians, <laughs> I was, what? Well, I, I had thought of this uh, earlier today. I was at the airport the other yeah. day, and uh, there was a guy standing. Is this going to be like more casual racism against Italians? Of course it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We are in, the a, thing we're is, in a, a, an age for that. <laughs> We are for sure in the golden era. The golden Italian dressing era. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It just proves my theory that racism is fun and people do it to who they can get away with. Here's the thing about racism. Yeah. You got to find what's acceptable. And Mm -hmm. once you find the line, be on that line at all times. But it's acceptable for you, a white man. (laughs) Half Indian, man. Uh, Check me out on Conan explaining my race. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he called. He called you over to the couch just to explain what exactly you are. <laughs> was like, hey, good job on the show, but what are you exactly? <laughs> He's like, I love having white men on my couch. <laughs> Come on he over. Let me sit halfway on the couch. Yeah, um, yeah uh, I saw this. So I was at beautiful Laguardia, um, and there was a man. St- I was waiting for a, a little oob to pick a little Uber to pick me up, and uh, this man standing. He's on the phone. He's like a, probably in his. I'm gonna say early 40s, and his wife is a very Italian looking woman. Like she's got a bunch of makeup all over her face. It's like she, like scattered across her face. It's too big for some reason. You know, these We're not Italian the only women. culture who does that. You know by these the way. Italian women. They don't they know. They got how to put you know clowns on. and yeah, yeah. It was a clown woman. No, no, she was a wonderful looking woman and. Um, but she had like eight bags with her. I, I'm not kidding. She had like a pallet of bags, and this dude is not helping her at all. And he's just on the phone with his buddies, like, "Yeah, pick us up over it, pick up G or whatever." And then he's like laughing. He's like, "Oh, what are you fucking gay now or something?" And then he's like, "Yeah, oh me, oh yeah, I fucking know all the Slipknot lyrics." What? He said, "I know all the I know all the lyrics to Slipknot." Is what he said. Like, not just an album, not one song. Though, like, as it. if it was a musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you could tell the guy would be like, the guy was like, "Oh, just you know, I would be listening to Slipknot when you get in here." And he's like, oh, "I know all the fucking lyrics to Slipknot." And then he didn't help his girlfriend or wife or whatever with the bags all when they loaded him in the car. He's just like hugging the dude. It was just great. But it was a nice little musical moment where I was like, I didn't think this for, dude in his 40s would be a Slipknot guy. Hmm. One time my dad came to pick me up at the airport. Me and my brother were flying in from San Diego and it was like before cell phones. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, he shows up and he's like really flustered. And, and you know how we're like, oh, how do we pick people up from the airport before cell phones? But people did it. You found yeah. a way to, you know. But he's like showing up and he's like, you know, I got your mother calling me and this cop's yelling at me to move and I got to circle around. I don't know where the hell you guys are. And he's like so mad. Yeah. And then um, so we're in the car and his phone rings and I pick it up and it's this guy on the other end of the line. He's like, yo, is uh, is Marcus there or whatever? Like, and I was like, oh, I guess my dad just lives a, a double life where he's friends with some African-American <laughs> gentleman. And uh, I was like, uh, let me uh, put my dad on the phone. And I give the phone to my dad and he goes hello and he takes the phone and he hangs it up and he throws the phone on the floor of the car and i'm like who was that my dad goes some and then he said the uh sure the word you're not supposed to say yeah (laughs) i was uh my dad was picking me up at the airport we can edit that story (laughs) no 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 
Tommy has Tommy to tell a story about his, when his dad said the N word. <laughs> <laughs> my dad was picking me up, and as I was walking up to the car, some welcome guy, to episode sixty four of my dad said the N word. <laughs> dad say the N word things. <laughs> It's the Justin Halpern show, and words my, dad, my dad says. My dad's very inwardy, <laughs> if you know what I mean. I remember there was a there was a Mad TV sketch a long time ago. It was called "Pimp Say the Darnest Things," and it was really funny. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. It's just Bill Cosby interviewing pimps, and they're like asking for advice. <laughs> yeah. Got him. This is the number one taken down Bill Cosby <laughs> cast in the nation. Oh, but yeah, two different people thought my dad was an Uber driver last time he picked me up from the airport. Where I was walking up to the car and some guy just like steps in front of me and starts putting his bag in the car. Uh (laughs) I was like, what is going on? And then I get in the car and a guy starts knocking on the window. He's like, excuse me, are you? And my dad's like, leave us alone. How funny would it be if your dad was like, yes, I am Robert. And he like picks the guy (laughs) up. (laughs) I figured I'd take on an Uber shift while I was here. Make a little. I was, I was reading uh, an article about uh, harassment in the restaurant industry today, and apparently they they called Mario Batali the Red Menace because he just would harass people so much. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot. The, he came out, too. Yeah. He's a big cokehead, right? That's his whole thing. Oh, I don't know. That's Is what that, I thought I read. I thought that he he was like an abuser of some sort. I, I, didn't I just know it. he's not a homosexual. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, he loves... <laughs> Ladies, at least there's that much. Well, did you see that his his defense of it, his apology part of it was like, you know, it's sexual harassment. It's like eating too much pasta. He literally he <laughs> said did. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't read the statement, <laughs> yeah. but it was pretty funny. What he compared? He compared it to eating too <laughs> to much eating pasta. Too much pasta. <laughs> oh my god! And That's at that so point, insane. I was like, you know what? He's right. <laughs> did you guys see that? Like the entire NFL network is just over uh, now. Donovan McNabb. Yeah, he's like, uh, it's like throwing too many footballs. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, let's. This isn't the show for all of this. Uh, let's talk about Fifty Cent, who's never said anything bad about gay people ever. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, Mike, you're here to talk about Fifty Cent slash and G- and of course G Unit. Oh yeah. Um, there's a lot of thoughts on Fifty Cent here. Um, 50 I was Cent- reading the thread a little bit. Did yeah. you read the thread? Yeah, I am behind on the thread by a lot. Uh, let's let's check into the old Facebook thread here. Did you see anything that really pissed you off on that thread? Well, one guy said that Fifty doesn't talk about anything real, but. That's not true. Clearly, he's like he has the most cred of anyone. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like he mostly yeah. talks about. I mean, I, I'll give you that. Sometimes, like when he's like, uh, he's like, I got shot nine times and I'm still breathing. Like for him, that's living proof there's a God. Yeah. If you need a reason, and it's like then he talks about the candy shop and like basically banging ladies. Like, uh, yeah, it's mostly just just banging ladies. Yeah, it's like I don't think that that was necessarily God's will. That kept well, one you thing, Twenty One Questions crazy. was a good song. Twenty One Questions, I used to think was like the most romantic song ever. I was like, this is so sweet, and then I listened back to it. And I was like, this song sucks. And I'm not saying I hate Fifty Cent. Because I remembered a lot of shit about 50 Cent while we were reading about him. Like, there's a lot of stuff I loved about him. But 21 Questions is like, <laughs> what's the, I love you like a fat kid loves cake. That line is just so lame. <laughs> that line sucks. 
That kids don't have to love cake. Well, they I can remember, love savory foods. I remember being for that reason being offended by it. I was, I was like, I don't love cake, and I'm fat. I, I, <laughs> ate that too. I was fat too. And I, I like, like French fries. Cake. I was a fat kid too. Cakes. I like sweet potato fries. <laughs> Where's that line? <laughs> Tommy was the only kid that got fat of sweet potato fries. <laughs> I love you like a fat kid loves brie. <laughs> yeah, that line. Tommy got fat off like Brussels fried Brussels sprouts. With Gorgonzola. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Deep fried piss? <laughs> Wait, yeah, we should talk oh, yeah, about 50 Cent. We got to talk about a couple of things here related to piss. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the piss corner, which is where I go to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> um, so, as you guys all know, Tom, Tommy is a huge piss freak, and you guys are piss freaks somehow also. He loves piss. But anyway. Is that um, what you call your fans? The yeah, piss they're freaks. piss freaks. Yeah. This is Welcome back to Piss Nation. Um, <laughs> um, so, we were originally going to do Sleigh Bells. Yes. And uh, I found a quote from the guy from Sleigh Bells where he said that like writing music to him is like pissing. <laughs> He's like, I can hold it in, but it's going to come out. That was his quote. And yeah. I thought that that was a funny thing because we always joke Because we always it. talk about piss on the show. So then we switched to 50 Cent, and I <laughs> was looking through 50 Cent controversies, and like the third thing I found was him tweeting about a girl tweeted at 50 Cent, piss in my mouth, and he just tweeted back, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, all right. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, 50 Cent, cool with Get with piss yeah. stuff. I was like, "All right, I'm on board with this guy." People using Twitter is very funny. His, his Twitter can be very funny. Yeah. Oh thing, yeah, his Twitter is incredible. Uh, I found what was the? Oh, I got. This gonna take a second here, but I found uh, like fifty cents, like five. Oh yeah, this is great. I mean, his Twitter is fucking bonkers, to be honest. So this is a this is a tweet that's more controversial. I would say. It's uh, if you're a girl that would ask your man to wait with you till your period goes away, you're going to lose that man. My advice: suck a dick, lol. <laughs> Tommy, speak to that. <laughs> no, then uh, that's that was the cat person of its time. <laughs> have you read the cat person? No, I'm totally behind. I have no. You don't ever read the cat person? Yeah. Oh, Mike, you got to read this cat person. What is it? So. It's, you got to read it. I don't, it's a, I don't it's a New Yorker short story that has taken the culture by storm. Yeah. But um, uh, the best tweet, I think, is the one where he talks about... Read. Do you have the one pulled up about I've his I've got grandma? them all pulled up the, here. The trash one. Read that one. I'll That's read the, the trash one. one. It's, uh, I can't believe my grandmother's making me take out the garbage. I'm rich. Fuck this. I'm going home. I don't need this shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best tweet ever. It's yeah. very good. I also... I mean, against his favor, I would say another tweet is... Check out my new background. This is for ladies only. I don't want you cocksucking inwards looking at this lol. It's like, that's probably not good. <laughs> the, yeah, that's, that's Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I can feel you. You're going to burn a hole in my ass or whatever by staring at it. Which I don't think Eddie Murphy understood how uh, gay people worked or eyes or anything. <laughs> <laughs> you make my ass hot. There is there is a lot of a lot of homophobia with fifty cent. Yeah. There's a there's one where he tweeted at Prez Hilton and he was like it, he tweeted a picture oh, of yeah, yeah. yeah this was Do you have fucking that crazy. Up? Let me see if I have that pulled up. Here. He basically tweeted like my boys shot up a gay wedding. I at I Perez think Hilton. I honestly closed that because Great. I was like this is so fucked up. Did you did you send me Well that I'm not one? here to defend his music, I'm here to defend him as a man. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought we should talk about it. Yeah, it's a, I put it in the Facebook thread, but okay, I'm looking it up here. 
nonetheless, he seems to not enjoy gay people very much. Mm. <laughs> um, Aren't there some rumors that... Uh, yeah, there are rumors that he's gay. I've never heard that. Wow. Yeah, we'll have to look that up after I, uh, after I research this. I'm the producer of the show, and uh, I research things uh and as the intern i will say <laughs> tommy's job is on the line every week <laughs> mike told me this week i should fire you and i think he was right wow <laughs> oh here we go uh oh shit the thing that's so fucked up about this is okay so i didn't go to look up your thing on the facebook thread i just searched 50 cent anti-gay perez hilton there's more there's another wow. article that came up it says fifty cent who said fifty cent who said gay men should kill themselves uh to perform it just LGBT. like Tracy Morgan. Wait. Oh yeah, he said did Tracy Morgan said he said he would kill. He would kill if he had a son who was gay. That's kill different. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's Tracy fine. Morgan's just saying that he himself would murder his child right. with You're his right. hands. <laughs> uh let's see what he said. He said, uh damn it, I hate this website. Dude, fuck pinknews.co.uk Where else are you going to get I just feel like uh, I could probably defend black homophobia if I had to. You think so? What are your thoughts? Because they, like, I'm trying to do a bit about this, about how, like, black people really do have to, like, have their shit together because their lives just have more consequences. Okay. So I just think that, like, like, Sucking another guy's dick is like extra. You don't need to do that. You got to focus on survival, and that's why they look down on it so much. You know, I feel like the the idea. Like, have you ever tried to do like confet like any kind of confessional comedy in like a black room does not go over. Mm, if you're sure. like, if you go up and you're like, oh, I, uh, you know, I, I, I looked at midget porn the other or whatever. I don't know, whatever it is, they're just yeah. not going to be on board with it. I will say I have one. Oh, so you're saying if you say something kind of embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they don't do that. that. Yeah, I don't know if that's if that 100% holds up. Only because if you say something that's like light like that, it can work. Like yeah. I was talking about, like if I do like the thing about the, like how I bought a fake vagina or whatever, that works. Yeah. But if it's, because it still has to be stupid. Being told you're stupid in those rooms is like oh, the, the highest best, yeah. compliment yeah, that you yeah, could yeah. ever get. Yeah. Uh, One time a guy I worked with, he was like, yo, I looked up your stuff on the computer. Yo, you a fool. You a fool. <laughs> and I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> I was at one time in college. Uh, Tommy's smart, by yeah, the way. My friend. Uh, yeah, thanks for rubbing it in. <laughs> we get it. You went to college. I'm about to tell a, a midget porn story. So <laughs> you're smart. <laughs> my friend in college was like, "I've been getting into midget porn." We we're like, "So who's the midget? Is it the guy or the girl?" He goes, "Obviously, the girl." <laughs> I don't know if that's <laughs> obvious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not obvious. Wouldn't you think it'd be the other? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> A, a midget. That's an underdog story. <laughs> um, fuck. What was I about to say? It was about. Uh, Did you pull up that the extra uh, thing? But this guy Joe Damn. that I worked with when I worked oh. at Got Junk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would just be like, "Yo, son, there's only one thing that that you could say to me that would make me want to fight you, unless you attacked my family, and that's if you told me to suck to suck your dick." He's like, "You tell me to suck your dick. We're fighting." And um, I was like, why? And he's like, that's just some shit you don't do. He's like, that was drilled into my head. Don't do that. 
So it's like, well, why would someone have to tell you not to do that? You either <laughs> yeah, want to yeah, do yeah, that yeah. or you don't. Yeah. I don't know. But what if you're on your period? That's true. Then you should. I think that that's <laughs> that just makes his head explode. <laughs> if he sits like head starts spinning around. <laughs> um, no, I think that that like imply. Yeah, I think the implication that like it's extra to suck a dick. It's like it implies that everyone kind of wants to, and yeah. it's like well, I don't have time for that. <laughs> it's like that's not. I don't know if it holds up. I think it's funny, but I don't. I don't as a a defense for why people would be homophobic. Did you ever watch that Ricky Gervais show oh. Extras, where he just gives a bunch of guys head? <laughs> I have seen that. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. No, but sucking dick is like a luxury. Sure. Well, that's but why it's taxed. Still do it though. <laughs> what? But women still do no, it. No, being gay is a luxury. You don't. You're not gay. You can't be gay. Unless you're like financially comfortable, I don't think that's true. You can't be homeless and gay. That yes, the, you can. Yeah, no, you can't. Tom. You can be you homeless be, and gay, Mike. That's the tagline to call. <laughs> call me by your name. <laughs> you can't be homeless and gay. No, all the gay movies are about rich people. Orpac Mountain is not rich financially people. stable. Dallas Buyers Club. That's not about gay. That's not about gay rich people. Well, they were this buying is the something. Worst theory I've ever heard. Yeah, but they're Mike. white. No, it's the no, it's they're a good theory. White. What about Moonlight? <laughs> it literally in Dallas Buyers Club, they're like it. Bra- it's like breaks racial barriers. I'm just saying. Think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. The first tier is food, <laughs> water, sucking dick. dick. Yeah, yeah, that's in there. No, I food, water, and sex is the I first. I think we read tier. different. Uh, I thought shelter was in the first tier. I thought Sheldon was <laughs> young Sheldon. Yeah, yeah, I thought food, water, sex is the, is the first tier. Yeah. So if you don't have food and water, you can't suck dick yet. <laughs> you have to be full. You have to have food in your belly and water before you can fuck a guy in his ass. This is our first episode on Spotify. <laughs> Good. This is so stupid. <laughs> we have barely... Okay. Uh, so when did you I'm get I'm just saying, I think that's Mike? where... No, fuck that. I think that's where a lot of, I think that's where a lot of homophobia comes from. Yeah, people be people seeing it as like an indulgence because I you disagree. fuck a woman to have to to have children. Yeah. So any so I think any kind of sex outside the purpose of having children, whatever it is, can be looked down on by people who are like religious or whatever. I disagree. I so religious even anal sex with a woman. People are going to probably be like, why are you doing that? The most religious people will be like, no, you don't do that. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think that that's like a black-white thing. I think that's like a – I think that it's a religious thing for sure. It's a poor – it's a thing for poor religious people. The only people who are openly gay have lots of money. <laughs> oh, my God. Or they have very little money. And that's all the they have. The people that I know – like my, my first gay friend – was super poor. Like, he was, like, always in and out of his mom's house. Like, he wasn't doing well. And, uh, yeah, he was openly but there's gay. no reason for that. You're, that you're, that's an anomaly. That guy should have... <laughs> Why would that be a guy be an anomaly? He should get his shit together. The one guy I knew in high school who came out is an anomaly? <laughs> yes. You gotta expand your your... <laughs> Your circle of friends a little bit. I think this. I don't know any poor gay people. Is the point I'm trying to make? Think of every gay person you know. They're I not bet poor. You know some poor gay people who in comedy or something. Who? 
Name one. All the gay comics that I know are doing very well. Yeah, well, that's just because they're funny. That's no, that's because this bullshit industry throws money at them because because oh they're God guilty. Damn it. This is a podcast about uh, defending bands <laughs> that. <laughs> God damn it, Mike! Uh, all right, let's let's move on. You didn't find that article. What was the article? It is worth talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is, it is, it is. I'm sorry, I got sidetracked there for a second by one of the craziest arguments I've ever heard in a while. (laughs) On the record, there are a lot of poor gay people. Yes, there's so many gore. I just said gore. Name one. one. Uh, I'm not going to name gay people I know. There aren't any. I know gay people who are poor. This is the show where we out poor gay people. Mateo's been doing comedy for like... Four no, years and he's rich. Mateo's been on the podcast. He's a dear friend of ours and he's doing very well for <laughs> he's himself. He's a dear friend of mine, but he has money. Yeah, he Mate- has money. Oh, everybody I know, Mateo, Colin Jost. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, Col- speaking of Colin Jost. Are we getting breaking fast, news on here? No, no, no. Speaking of Colin Jost real fast. Uh, wait, is this. Uh, can I say it like this? About the. Okay. Because of, uh, because of Mike, I got to talk to Scarlett Johansson on the phone. For like thirty seconds, did, I told you this. Did right? you no? Nice. Did you whisper something into her ear? I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and no one knows what it was. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, uh, <laughs> this is how it happened. I was on the phone with Mike. Mike was like, ah, "I think I suck" or whatever. <laughs> like we do. I think we do it to each other. We're like, ah, "I'm gonna quit comedy." And then he's like, "Yeah, Scarlett Johansson's here." <laughs> he was with Colin Joe's damn in uh, Boston, and then he uh, she walks in the room. And then she's like, "What? What are you? Why are you on the phone?" And uh, he goes, "I'm talking to Tom Brady." And then, uh, and then he goes, "He's gay" or something like that. And then she's on the phone and she's like, "Hey!" And she's like, "Wait, Tom Brady's not gay." And then she goes, "Hello," and that was pretty much it. No, she was like, "Hi, Tom." Yeah, yeah. Did yeah, you say pretty- anything? Yeah, yeah, I said it was. Uh, check, out, <laughs> check out "Stand by Your Band" Wednesdays. No, oh, she's a nice person. We we no, drove her home. Nice. We drove her and Colin home later that night, and we were like, we kind of got lost, and we were driving, and she was making these comments in the car. She'd be like, "This kind of looks like Paris," and then oh, we like man. went into a tunnel, and she's like, "This looks like Tokyo," and I'm like, oh "It's God. a tunnel, you fucking dip." <laughs> I said that right to her face. Damn. Pretty good. No, I didn't. Wait, I don't know if did you send me this one. What? I don't know if you. Uh, no, not you. The Tommy. Uh, oh, you posted it in, in the, the Facebook yeah. thread. So let's go to Facebook and read this thread a little bit. We should also listen to old, uh, to old uh, Jared's voicemail. Was that here. the highlight of your year that you talked to Scarlett Johansson on the phone? It wasn't because for a while I didn't believe that it was real. Uh, I didn't. In my head, I thought you were fucking with me for a little bit. Hmm. And then it was just one of those days where I was real hungover and I hadn't done anything. Yeah. And it was nice because that happened. And then I was like, I can tell people I did something today. Hmm. It, it was nice. I appreciate you doing that for me. There. Did you feel like you were uh, Joaquin Phoenix and her? I did. Because it was on the phone. Yeah. yeah. It was like C- my Siri. My, uh, oh, I was funny. opening. I was uh, with my friend in St. Louis, uh, Ian Amerson, and uh, this woman Name comes up Robert. to us after the show. After you just talked about being on the phone with Scarlett Johansson, and uh, she goes, "You look like the guy who fucks his phone." And he was like, "What are you talking about?" She goes, "You know, the guy who fucks his phone." And that took she like said that to you. 
No, no, to Ian, and it took like five minutes for us to be like, oh, she's talking about Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. kind of see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I told my Puerto Rican friend about the movie Her. I go, Manny, are you going to go see Her? And he's like, what's that? I'm like, uh, it's about this guy who like falls in love with his phone. He's like, you fucking white people. He's like, <laughs> what does he do? Stick his dick in the phone? <laughs> he's like, fuck out of here, you stupid ass white people. He was That's a guy who so like, he, he, would, he would always put a lot of S's in things where it didn't belong so he'd be like yo you ever go to h&m's h&m's got some nice shit (laughs) um okay so this is perez hilton v 50 cent uh perez hilton who was on the sopranos mike's favorite show oh yeah perez hilton was on uh, season two he was he was working the concert yeah so on September 6th, rapper 50 Cent tweeted that Perez Hilton called me a douchebag, so I had my homie shoot up a gay wedding. Wasn't his, but still made me feel better. Attached to his tweet was a photo of two men in tuxedos running from an angry mob. God, is there anything that deserves to be shot up less than a gay wedding? <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Tell 50 Cent to let his fans know that anti-gay violence isn't something to joke about. Yeah, it's like... Having him, that's so insane. That is like, how could you think that's funny at all? To mm-hmm. be like, I'm going to pretend that I had my friend shoot up a gay wedding. Yeah, I mean, at this point, shooting up anything. Yeah, it's is, not good. It's, it's past the point. When was this? Did we, I, I fucking didn't. I clicked away from it as soon as I wanted to know what year it was. Well, 2010. Actually, I take it back. That was a funny year. That for is this. pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that year, actually, there was this tight it window. It was that sweet spot. Yeah, it was yeah. such a short window for when it was funny. <laughs> to yeah. It shoot was Obama's gay first, wedding. Se- yeah, first term. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Back then, everything was funny. Yeah. <laughs> we could laugh at all in the world back in Obama's first term. Well, now nothing is funny because Trump got elected, so everything feels real. I- I've had such a hard time doing comedy. It's also because I suck and I'm a hack <laughs> and I'm not a good comic. But, uh, it's hard for me to do comedy now that uh, Trump is president because I go up there and I fuck the stool and stuff. <laughs> yeah. and people it's hard like- for me to do my dead terrorist <laughs> puppet. <laughs> I found I found a lot of weird coincidences that 50 Cent is like Trump. Mm-hmm. And I, I wrote them down because there's so many of them. It's bizarre. So hmm. 50 Cent had a he had a show that was like supposed to be like The Apprentice called The Money and the Power, where it was like people vying to work for him. Hmm. He had like the show the same thing. He publicly made fun of an autistic person, just like Trump did. Oh, um, yeah. He he called Wendy Williams fucking ugly, which is much like uh, Trump and Rosie O'Donnell, I feel like. And Trump and a lot of people. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 50 He's a Cent. <laughs> uh, they're both winners. Uh, 50 Cent went bankrupt in 2015, and he called it a strategic business move, which seems like something Trump yeah, would yeah. do. Absolutely. Uh, 50 Cent got sued by the doctor who saved his life after he got shot nine times because he just didn't pay him any of the $32,000 that he owed him. Uh, they both, neither of them drink, even though they both like. What? Are involved in alcohol. Yeah, 50 yeah. 50 Cent doesn't drink? 50 Cent talks about drinking and smoking. He's totally sober. That, uh, I realized Didn't one wrong. of you guys post a thing? It was like, 50 Cent admits he poses on piles of fake money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that was, was you, great. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah because, That's so funny. Because in one of his lawsuits, they were like, well, how can you say you're broke? You have, you're on this bed of money. And he, oh, he no, that it. was one of my uh, yeah, friends yeah. from he high rents, school. He rents it for like a Broke 50 bucks. Cent tells Judge he takes photos of fake money for frivolously. <laughs> 
<laughs> and my last one was they both like blondes. <laughs> because 50 Cent dated Chelsea Handler, and I saw that. He did? Yeah, he did. He huh? did? You know what my first thought was when I saw that? I thought, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, uh, another way that he's like uh, Trump, he's orange. <laughs> <laughs> 50 Cent talks about both of them in his yeah, rap. He does. Or well, they're both I mean? like yeah, friends yeah. with Eminem, or they were. And, both uh, have been involved with Eminem. Yeah. And then Trump... Uh, offered a uh, fifty cent went on a radio show and said that Trump offered him five hundred thousand dollars to endorse him, mm. which I don't know. That's what fifty cent. That's yeah. just one source saying that's true, but that's what he said, and he didn't do it. But it is an interesting thing. To that think is about. interesting. They, what if this yeah, podcast gets so big that you guys get offered that kind of money to five hundred grand to, to endorse, endorse Trump? To, no, to endorse like whoever runs, you know, forty years from now, like to endorse like Lena Dunham for president. <laughs> That's who you think it's going to be in 40 years. Of course. Uh, that'd be sick. Yeah. I mean, I would never in- endorse someone who got ignored by Odell Beckham at a That's dinner true. party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, the that fact that o- Odell Beckham would <laughs> would not uh, actively pursue... Would not hang out with her. Yeah. yeah. That makes him a bad man. Yep. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad whatever happened to him injury-wise happened to him. He deserved that. That was God saying, how dare you <laughs> not appreciate a white woman for all that she could be. Because I'm sure he was totally single. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and uh, not busy or anything. Or Yeah, he's a real piece of shit. Are you a Giants fan? Or are you a Jets fan? Jets fan. Jets fan. Yeah. Man, that's brutal. Yeah, it's rough. The Giants are worse it's, this year. Yeah, I yeah but worse, now that but... this injury happened... But the Jets oh, have just man. made so many terrible. I mean, once when they had when they brought on Tebow, I was like, "This is not a football team." <laughs> yeah, you know? so I don't even they're a, really. They're a statement now. Yeah, yeah. I want to find a new team, but like, which one? Did you get which into God more when Tebow was on the team? No. <laughs> Come on. That would have been nice if... And Godmore is what you call Roy Moore. That's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Godmore. It's too bad. We should uh, take a... We, I kneeled the entire time that... Uh, uh, what's his ass gave his acceptance speech? Doug Jones. <laughs> Doug Jones. Who? So Roy Moore's demanding a recount. Is that true? Right is he? Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. Um, so Doug. there's still hope for us to get <laughs> our guy in the Senate. Oh, man. Roy Moore. It is kind it's of a that miracle. Doug Jones dude. beat Roy Moore. Those names are just such generic. Yeah, <laughs> Doug Jones. Let's talk. I was going to say maybe Doug Jones is worse than what Roy Moore did, but is there anything worse than a pedophile? I don't think so. Worse than a pedophile? Well, um, Tommy had a show recently. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> what the hell? He performed stand up on. <laughs> Unbelievable. Got his ass. <laughs> Pitchfork magazine called Tommy McNamara's comedy uh, worse than pedophilia. And Mike Racine called Pitchfork Pitchfork magazine. <laughs> Damn. Ooh, good one, Tommy. Wow. We have a lot of people who come on the show and say, good one. Yeah, that is <laughs> oh, no, was cool. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Our, on our live episode, Tim McLaughlin just went cool and he got a big pop. <laughs> and then I was like, good one, Tim. And then that, and then we just went back and forth and talked about cool is always a fun, mean thing to say to somebody. Anyway, let's, uh, what was uh what was your first experience with uh with the old fifty cent? What do you have any fun memories tied to the, his punk ass? Yeah, I think it was just a sophomore year of high school. Um, you know, I'm getting boners a lot. Hell uh, yeah. Uh, I miss those days. 
Yeah, I miss getting boners. <laughs> yeah. I haven't had a boner. I haven't had, I mean. I've actually never had a boner. Or never? Come. Yeah, yeah. It sucks. Hopefully no, I someday. feel like all my all my best boners happened when I was like 10, between the ages of like 10 and like this 16. Is what my candidate Roy Moore was talking about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> People are at their sexual peak. Right. When they're 32. <laughs> Oh man, um, yeah. So this is your uh, this is your heyday back when you're. <laughs> well, yeah, it was just something like all the kids were into, and then like you know, in in the club, in the in the club, yeah, yeah. in the club came out, and uh, that's that really type popular. of weed that makes you sleepy, right? In the club. <laughs> wow, popped it right into there. In the club, let's. <laughs> I'm gonna say that. You're gonna keep going with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. I will tell you, when I was in 10th grade, yeah. I posted this on the thread, but it, I... What are you, 05? I was 06. Oh, yeah. okay. So when I was in 10th grade, we had to, uh, we had this project in my English class where we had to, uh, we had to write like a, like a play kind of based on Shakespeare, but modernized. Yeah. And I wrote this, uh, rap based, uh, I wrote the original Hamilton, as far as I'm concerned. Wow. <laughs> really? That's so funny, because there would be those pr- projects when they're like, yeah, come, you know, read a poem to the class, and you could do any poem. And I remember this one girl, Susie, she she just re- uh, recited a Hoobastank song. <laughs> Was it the reason? It yeah, had to be the reason. <laughs> it could have been something else. It couldn't have been something else. What could it have been? It couldn't have been something else. You say the Hoobastank, you just say the reason. Uh, yeah, Hoobastank. I... I sang, or I didn't sing. I, you got to pick elements to your to your play where that you could present to the class, and so I discussed in front of the class what my the the idea behind my play was. It was like a gangster like battle or something like that, like a a, a gunfight, and then I played the song "Many Men" mm-hmm. from Fifty Cent, full song, mm-hmm. and just. The class just looked at me while I played the song, and I just bobbed my head like, yeah. And then I played the song Hail Mary from Tupac after I described another song. Hell yeah. That song's sick. Uh, there was a kid in my this class. This is in Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> no one wanted this. Where he brought, like, went for, like, a report, he brought, like, a 10-page packet of reasons why... Tupac wasn't really dead to read in front of the class. And then he just walks up to, I'll never forget, he walks up and he goes, like, interesting fact number one, Tupac was killed on Friday the 13th, a very suspicious day. (laughs) 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 That's my favorite thing. (laughs) Dude, I had a cousin who did that to me. He convinced me, too. I was like nine years old, and I was like, or I I must have been like 10 or 11, because I knew I liked Tupac at this point. But I was like, fuck yeah, Tupac is still alive. The Machiavelli thing, I was very much into. I was mm-hmm. like, dude who faked his own death. Like, why would Tupac name himself that? Then he happens to be shot several times and is dead? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Mike? Do I think Tupac's dead? Tupac's still alive? Yeah, he's doing open mics at the Pine Box. <laughs> Uh, he's the he's Jordan Matherly. He's the wouldn't that be a quite a turn? It's Jordan Matherly, the person who I share a room with. Um, let's get into 
You know, it is kind of funny, though. It's like uh, people go, oh, Tupac was so progressive, but he also was a little bit homophobic. But so that was kind of like the thing, like everybody, a lot, a lot of people were homophobic. Yeah. You know, 20 years ago. Or so, but what's going to be the thing in the future that that people judge us for? That's pretty pedophilia. I think so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can see that in real time with Action Bronson. Where he's like a big rapper, and then he was doing some transphobic stuff, and that like became a thing. But it happens instantly. What, now. what was his? What was his? <laughs> he was like, "Get out of my bathroom." <laughs> he made it. Yeah, yeah. Song. He's just yeah. saying it. He's like, "It's a pro North Carolina <laughs> song." <laughs> I'm not saying it was right to be homophobic, but so much, so much in pop culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Homophobic. Where it's like, Friends it's weird pretty, how it. Friends is. That's very what I was just saying. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying this about the Apu thing. Yeah. Not the because. I think that uh, there's a documentary out now that Hari Kanabali made about Apu, and it's like it's tricky because yeah, more like this, more like this made... documentary is a poo. <laughs> I read that review. This documentary is poo. <laughs> That's right. We're seeing one Kanabali is nothing. We gotta have Hari Kanabali come on to defend himself. <laughs> Defend your <laughs> defend your poo documentary. Hey, hey uh, Mike Racine says <laughs> this documentary is poo. <laughs> please, please speak to this. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, hey, are <laughs> he just has to like sit here and <laughs> respect <laughs> that? Well, that's one man's opinion. <laughs> you have to listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna die. <laughs> what, if, what if he's doing a big Q and A thing at Skirball Center? I'm like, I just want to say, more like this documentary is poo. He's like, thoughts? Like, well, now that you put it that way, maybe, I'm, maybe I've been. Uh, maybe there's been some oversights in this. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Matt Groening comes up and like shakes your hand. I I become a Simpsons character. <laughs> Fatter <Thank> Tony. You. <laughs> they, they just carry me out of the theater. <laughs> like, yeah, screw you, Hark. <laughs> it's they, his fans. They too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's all lucky. They turn on. <laughs> yeah. They just lynch him. Oh my god! Because of my brilliant line. <laughs> because of this is poo. This, this is a poo. <laughs> um, anyway, no, I was talking to somebody about that the other day. It's like it's really Got tricky. <laughs> where it's like if you pick apart anything for that started in the eighties, of course, you're gonna find a lot of shit <laughs> where you're like, oh no. Well, that's I, the problem. This, I liked this when I was a kid. It's not good anymore. Yeah. I think that's the problem with movie. The way people react to movies now is that you could go back to any movie that was good, yeah. and write a think piece about it if you watched. It. You know what I mean? I yeah. think there's something you could find in that because sure, like now, especially that movie. You have a poster on the wall of Birth of a Birth Nation. of a Nation, <laughs> which yeah, the KKK saved the day, <laughs> but also pretty innovative. <laughs> Uh, but also, there was something bad that happened. I do, I do <laughs> like that that quote, that movie is like Woodrow Wilson's favorite movie, and he's quoted like in the screen. It's like people are like, "Can you believe we have a racist president?" It's like Woodrow Wilson is like in Birth of a Nation, <laughs> so yeah, I can believe that. 
But Hari brought up a good point on a podcast. He was like, I am a fan of The Simpsons. I just, you know, I think it's okay to criticize the stuff sure. that you like. And he's like, sports fans criticize their team. and you know, totally. No, I think Whoops, that's totally true. And I've, I've thought that about Apu for a long time. And I, yeah, I like, I, or like, <laughs> it's, I mean, there's a lot of stereotypes. It's in especially in cartoon shit. I mean, I, when I was a kid, I loved Family Guy, and they do all kinds of shit that I don't I mean, South Park does, good. too. Yeah, yeah, South Park is maybe... I mean, I like the I mean, look at the City Walk guy. Park. There hasn't it's, been a documentary yeah, about that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the idea of someone making... A, the problem any... with City Walk guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, I think people know the problem with City yeah. Walk guy. Uh, but yeah, I find myself being very resistant to, like, let go of that stuff. But you, you don't know, have to. It's like, it's you don't what have to I stop liking funny. The Simpsons. Yeah, but yeah. no, I, no, but I, I want to keep liking race, <laughs> racist stuff. <laughs> That's what you meant. Because it's funny. Because it's funny. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's not funny to everybody. That's a funny thing where it's like maybe a lot of the comedy that we enjoyed growing up was was just racism and misogyny. Well, it's funny when you watch something that you missed out on as a kid where yeah. you're like, I, I guess I never saw that. And then like the jerky boys or well, I, I didn't not the jerky boys, but like uh, what's that movie that everybody quotes is like the funniest thing ever. Blazing uh, Saddles. Blazing Saddles. No. Yeah, I think it's Blazing Saddles. <laughs> I watched Blazing Saddles. I didn't see it when I was a kid. And I saw it like six months ago or something like that. Okay. And I was like. Yeah, your... I'm not that into it. It's fine. Really? Yeah, I wasn't super into it. I've never seen it. Oh. I think there were some. I it was one of those things where I was like, I totally. I I don't even think it's like. I don't think that it's this super racist thing that I was led to think it would be. Yeah. I just didn't think it was that funny. I thought it was fine. Like, yeah. I I grew up Dumb and Dumber when I was a kid. It was the first thing I saw that I was like, that is the funniest. Are you thing a Mel I've Brooks fan though? Not really. No, I'm not a huge Mel Brooks guy. Really? Which I, yeah yeah I I think I just missed the boat on it. my family mm-hmm. hates Jewish people so no <laughs> no I just didn't that's not what I I grew up on Adam Sandler and Jim Carrey so that was like mm-hmm. that was and then Will Ferrell was like an evolution somehow to me of yeah of comedic like of comedic films so to me it was like who are the stars now like the kids are into like Seth Seth Rogen and James Franco, I guess. Uh, what's it? Kristen Wiig, and yeah. then yeah, James Franco is they the just, greatest uh, comedian. Well, yeah, no, the comedy of them is just poo documentaries. <laughs> 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 this documentary is a poo. Luckily, I when I was growing up, I just liked Woody Allen movies, and there's nothing That's wrong good. with that exactly. guy. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, is yeah. good. Well, we were doing my podcast today, and there was like a um, we were talking about this guy Greg Scarpa, and like a limo driver tried to sexually assault his daughter. And so later in the podcast, we were like, oh, yeah, this this story should be a movie. I'm like, yeah, Woody Allen would make, would make it, like, from the perspective of the limo driver. <laughs> He's like, oh, well, I, I was driving her to school. She was just a knockout, and I tried to have sex with her. How is that pedophile still allowed to make? He's still making movies about old men fucking young girls. Have you seen yeah. the trailer for Wonder Wheel is the funniest thing in the world to me. It's just Jim I've... Belushi being like, she's a mocked woman. <laughs> it's Jim Belushi plays a mobster and we're supposed oh, to man. think it's a prestige movie. Oh man. The and I still Belushi love Eddie Hall, huh? but I also Eddie love Hall's the only one that I am like Hannah and her sisters is great. To. Uh, yeah. Manhattan's good. Yeah. That's a legitimately that's a genuinely uh, good movie. Crimes and Misdemeanors is great in my mind. Right uh, men, right. <laughs> the only one that I can go back, and it's 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 that whole dating a child thing. Every fucking movie it feels like isn't it in Manhattan he's dating a like a 17-year-old. Mary Hemingway. Yeah. 
I, there's she's something about that when that's like right off the bat part of it. I'm just like, God damn it. Like, it's still funny to picture him. I always picture him talking about the Knicks in any era. And it's still, because <laughs> yeah. he's a big Knicks fan, it's always just funny to picture him being like, well, you got to see this Kristaps Pazingas. Latrell Sprewell's having a good year. <laughs> he, he, keep, he keeps choking the coach, but I still love him. <laughs> Have you seen this Tim Hardaway Jr.? I don't even know who his dad is. <laughs> Oh, uh, anyway. All right, we should get in. Derek should... Rose needs to start going to the games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Derek Rose, also a piece of shit. Uh, let's get into a little bit. We haven't listened to Jared's voicemail yet. Yeah, let's do that. This is, this is insane. Do you remember this part of the podcast, Mike? Jared from the comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Our dear friend slash foe of the podcast. Uh, Jared Thompson, the owner of the beautiful comedy attic in Bloomington, Indiana, where I will be December 22nd. And I will and be 23rd. December 28th through Your 31st. Your second New Year's ever. Exactly. <laughs> of <laughs> all time. So yeah. I'll be with Sean Donnelly, who was just on Mike's Sean podcast. Donnelly. Real uh, people call him the poor man's Tom Takar. <laughs> Do people say that? I think people say that because oh, wow. the last time you were there at New Year's, it was with the poor. No, man's he's he's Tom the, Takar, he's the Tom poor Brady. man's Tom Takar because because he's heterosexual and you're not poor and you're gay. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> because gay people can't be poor. What the fuck? <laughs> That's interesting. Thank you. <laughs> I'm doing a study this on theory it. on gay people not being poor. I heard this talk from so Mike Racine. <laughs> Apparently, according to Mike Racine, gay people are rich. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so this is Jared's thoughts on Fifty Cent. What's up, y'all? This week they went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending Fifty Cent. Uh, I don't know anything about him. Uh, apparently looking at Facebook, uh, you guys view him as very polarizing, like he's homophobic or whatever, which is obviously a problem, but it's not, I don't know that, you know, other than just reading it today on Facebook. So I'm going to talk about instead my son Max's basketball, uh, career that's coming to an end here this season, uh, or his season is coming to an end. Um, he scored two baskets this season. Uh, he's become like a lockdown d- defender. I mean, this dude is relentless on defense, and I, I'm so I can't believe it. I'm, I'm really surprised that you know these kids at seven are really only wanting to shoot. And Max is like passing and setting picks, and it's crazy. Uh, it's like I've got Kurt Rambis as my son. So. I mean, just talk about basketball. No one, I really don't think that anyone cares about this. Like, I feel like this is going to be the most boring hour. So, anyway, um, I love you guys. Uh, Well, I love you, Tom. I don't really (laughs) care so much for Tommy, but I'll see you guys later. All right, thanks. (laughs) Thank you, Jared. Love you, too. Congratulations to Max. And thank you for literally phoning it in. To us. That Max Thompson reminds me of a young Doug McDermott. <laughs> um, it's so funny that uh, uh, Jared thinks we should talk about basketball and not. You think people would who listen to the show <laughs> would be like? I think that they're irritated that we even talked about going to the Nets game already. <laughs> also, the fact that he's saying this is the most boring hour ever. I don't think he realized how much the N word was going to be brought up. <laughs> Uh, on this very episode 
Let's Welcome. <laughs> Welcome <Okay>. to <laughs> Come Town Two. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's see if there's anything we want to talk about with uh, with Fifty Cent right before we get into this playlist. I mean, a lot of this is a lot of the criticism is just that he's homophobic. It seems like, which is hard. Well, some guys said he doesn't talk about anything real, which is which is kind of weird. I mean, he's he talks about uh, you know that song with the game. He's like. Oh, if I sold drugs, I could get some. You know, his dad yeah, wasn't yeah. around. He was I, selling drugs after he got a yeah, record deal. So we found yeah. this he insane. Was. He was he, after yeah. he signed with Columbia. He was still selling drugs every day. He <laughs> was great. selling. He sold drugs when he was like thirteen or tw- like twelve or thirteen, which he is said, a good he, age for a young woman. <laughs> perfect age. Uh, it says he began boxing at about age eleven. And when he was uh, 14, a neighbor opened a boxing gym for local youth, uh, for local youths. At age 12, Jackson began dealing narcotics when his grandparents thought he was in after-school programs and brought gun. He brought guns and drug money to school. In 10th grade, he was caught by metal detectors at his high school, and then he just started telling his grandparents openly that he was selling drugs. And in 94, he was uh, arrested for selling four vials of cocaine to an undercover police officer. And that's just bad luck. And I, I think this undercover police officer should get in some trouble. Yeah, he should buying get shot this nine coke. times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so then he uh, he got caught for crack. He got caught for having a gun. Uh, There's something about, I mean, I don't really respect cops. Yeah, because it doesn't take that much courage to be a cop. I don't think. Interesting. I because you, if you're a cop, you're you're just always protected. I think it depends where you're a cop. Mm-hmm. I think if you're a cop in a suburb, there's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. cops in like a big city, I feel like there is something there where it's like sure. I think it's like it's. I think the mentality it takes to be a cop. A lot of them are usually like the people who I know who wanted to be cops. Mm-hmm. When they were younger, are oftentimes assholes. Well, I'll like, put it this way: criminals don't really bully people. If someone's getting bullied, it's probably by a, a cop. Interesting. Mm. Uh, Stop <laughs> trying to think. contradict uh, everything I, I say. There's no yeah. poor gay people, and cops are bullies. <laughs> it's so funny that I'm like having. Because I want to contradict you, I have to be like, Blue Lives Matter. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, <laughs> you really exactly. Back to the Blue Lives Matter corner. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, no, yeah, it's cops, just a psychological A lot game. of cops are pieces of shit. I know some good cops. I know a lot of pieces of Ooh, shit. Name one. Cops. <laughs> name one good cop. I know a good cop. He worked at the hospital that I used to work at. Uh, he was a good dude. He worked at the late shift. I also know a piece of shit cop who punched a patient in the face. While he was strapped down, because he, he had a strap on, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was strapped down. That's what being strapped means. You ah. have a strap on. On uh, my friend Tyler is a cop in the in the West Village. Yeah, man? yeah. Tyler Hendrick. Yeah, more like guess... uh, officer bitch. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the thing I wanted to talk about really quickly before we go into the playlist is. Uh, Yes, uh, 50 Cent got a deal with Columbia Records, lost the deal and like everything he had because of a song that he made called uh, Ghetto Koran. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> well, I was to... looking at some other. So, like, he actually put on a lot of other guys, like uh, Lloyd Banks and Young Buck. Yeah. And I was looking at Young Buck's song on Spotify. Young Buck has a song called Amber Alert, <laughs> which is a weird name for a song. <laughs> yeah, that's not great. Yeah. He also has tornado warning and just anything you get to your phone. <laughs> oh man. Um let's uh let's let's go ahead. Have you seen Hari's documentary, The Problem with uh Koran Rap? <laughs> or whatever it was called. <laughs> Ghetto Koran. Ghetto Koran. I was trying to find the lyrics to it, because uh, I wanna know why exactly I I wanna see exactly why it got him like uh like banned from all the shit. Okay, I found the it. problem with Ghetto Koran. The problem produced by Trackmasters. Oh, Trackmasters produced it. Lord, forgive me for I've sinned over and over again just to stay on top. I recall memories filled with sin over and over again and again. I keep feeling over and over again. <laughs> oh my God, Tim McGraw. <laughs> That was a good song. <laughs> that was Nelly and Tim McGraw, right? That's right. From Sweatsuit. Somebody should defend that. It was fun to awesome. watch that video and pretend they're singing about each other. <laughs> yeah, they're just in love. <laughs> yeah. But they're rich and gay. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. That Proving proves your point. point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just realized. He doesn't seem to say anything that I wanted. Like... I mean, I think it's just that it's called Ghetto Koran. It seems to be, from what I'm reading here, I'm not seeing anything that's like blowing my mind here. How about this thing about Nelly, where he's like a, he's a rapist? Is that, that true? I haven't heard that. Yeah, I think he was like. Is that why he had the bandaid on? <laughs> yeah. Why would? Because some oh, woman wow. was clawing at his face. Real oh mature, Tommy, to make jokes about sexual assault. Oh I'm going God. on your girlfriend's podcast to tell her that you did that. <laughs> Oh shit! I'm looking this up because. Um, uh, oh my god! Would Wait. you refuse to listen to a Nelly song? Yeah, I, yeah, I would tell you. <laughs> just because you don't like them already, or no, just I mean, <laughs> no. Country Grammar is a great song. That's true. The, Country Grammar is great. If the guy's a rapist. Come on, we gotta. Is yeah. that what "Down Down Baby" "Yo Street" and "The Rainbow" means? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. I remember Cocoa Puffs. I just remember hearing Cocoa Puffs and being like. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's something I can relate to you. <laughs> in all this nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> That's something we can all agree, agree upon. Cocoa Puffs. Uh, I had a teacher who, uh, like, she was a sub who told us that she went to a Nelly concert and we were all like, she's like us. <laughs> we're all gonna, we're all gonna hook up with her. And then she banged all the kids. In high school, we had music day, and like my marine bio teacher let us bring in like a CD to to play, and I brought in my Obi Tri CD, and he got like so offended and mad. He's like, "I'm not playing that crap in here." He's oh, like, wow. "Good, yeah." Oh my god, let's uh, yeah, real upset. name, no gimmicks. <laughs> let's uh, let's listen to a little bit of fucking Fifty Cent and get this episode going. This is a little song called "If I Can't." This is my favorite song. One of my favorite songs to uh, work out to. This is my favorite song. Yeah. I'm just happy to put it on it. Yeah. yeah. If I can't do it, homie, it can't be done. Now I'ma let the champagne bottle pop. I'ma take it to the top. Show I'ma make it hot, baby. I'ma 
listen to Jim and Squirt Hair Bands. Hair Bands. You think I wouldn't work out with bands? <laughs> well, bands is cool. It's a good resistance workout. Resist. Hashtag resistance workout. It levels in the soul cycle. I need to take all right, sorry about that. We uh, we lost the recording there for a second. Uh, Mike asked us who the most hated person we uh, we've talked about on here was. Do you think it's Maroon Five? I put them up there. I, I uh, think Limp Bizkit may, might be up there. Who you did last time you were on, and then uh, yeah, who else? It's pretty hated that we've people uh, hate Kid Rock, Charlotte. Kid Rock, oh, and Kid Toby Rock. Keith. Toby Keith, Toby is Keith the most is hated. number one, but yeah. that's all political. I think that a lot of people don't like Toby Keith's music. No, the music is bulletproof. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you like Toby Keith? No. Why? <laughs> I hate that rich queer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Mike! God damn it. We try to have you on the podcast. <laughs> edit that out, then. I'm not you editing edit that out. I'm fucking with you. All right. Uh, all right. Um. <laughs> Anyone who likes the military that much is... Yeah, he loves the military. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, if you're that into the army. So you hate cops and the military? Yeah. This is easily our... I'm going to say this is our second most controversial wow. All right, let's listen to In the Club. This is just a classic. This was 50 Cent's coming out party because he's gay. <laughs> what year was this? That's a good question. Is you want to take a guess? My guess is 2003. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm going to guess. I'm going to go to 2002. Okay. Actually, I'm going to go to 2001. No, 2001 was 7th uh, grade. Yeah. you stay back. <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's see here. Oh, is this? Because oh, I knew because it was my seventh grade. And I remember wow. this specifically for seventh grade. And this being the coolest song I'd ever heard. Yeah, this song is very cool. I mean, it's still a banger. Like, I oh, was, yeah, it's great. Yeah. I was out at the club the other night for a birthday, and that song came on, and we all lit up, you know? We were all like, hell yeah, it is somebody's birthday. But then, it's funny when it is somebody's birthday, and then you're singing the song to them, and then you're like, and we don't give a fuck, it's not your <laughs> birthday. And it's like, well, that takes a lot of weight, of the sincerity away from this. <laughs> um, let's listen to P.I.M.P. I don't know what you heard about me, but a bitch can't get a dollar out of me. This is a great example of what I'm talking about when he talks about, like, I've been shot nine times, and I'm still breathing. I was meant to be on this earth to produce my art. 
Then I'm a motherfucking G.I. There's a comment that Mike DeStefano is dead away. Yeah. Yeah. The VA was like, yeah, he's like, 50 seconds, he's like bragging about how he got shot nine times. He's like, that's because black guys don't know how to shoot. They jump around, they shoot sideways. He's like, if he got shot by Italians, two bullets. His name would be 48 cents. <laughs> Man, if you want to hear one of the greatest podcasts of all time, besides this episode of Stand By Your Bands that you're listening to right now, check out like Mike Stefano. No, no. Any episode of this podcast I would make fun of. And Mike DiStefano on WTF makes me ball my eyes out. Oh, yeah. Have you listened to that? Um, I should go back and relive it's, to it. Yeah. It's tough. That I mean, guy was like my favorite comic. He's very I would funny. watch him any chance I got. Yeah, he was good. Uh, was fun. He I, was only, good I found out too. about him because of uh, Last Comic Standing. Okay. That's like the only way I knew about him. And then I saw... I li- I heard clips of him because of that, yeah. but he had such a cra- he had such a weird set. Yeah. He had such weird sets on Last Comic Standing, but he kept moving on. I was like, this is so weird. This guy is weird as hell. Oh yeah, but he's so funny. Yeah, because yeah. uh, that was when I really cared about Last Comic Standing because Jonigan was on, and okay. he was like my guy. He got second place. Yeah, yeah. Who won? That was uh, what's his name? Um, I was just I just saw him. Uh, Felipe. Felipe Esparza, ah. who I, at the time, when they announced his name, I threw my remote at the TV. I was oh, so wow. mad. You're like, I wanted the white guy to win. <laughs> what the fuck? I just thought that The Felipe, Mexican won? I you thought got, Felipe really pissed, was right? not good at the time. You got really pissed because you're white and you, <laughs> you wanted you. your white brother to win? Fuck, when, Tom saw, when Tom you saw Doug Jones. Dan Danen won. Victory I would have been happy. What's that? When you saw Doug Jones' victory speech, you threw your remote at the TV also. <laughs> You 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 should change your name to a uh, Tom fake ass half Indian <laughs> to Oh, that's a good no, because then you would you wouldn't be Tom Brady. You'd be Tom fake ass half Indian Brady. Fake ass, fake ass half Indian. I want to do a DNA you. test. You should do an episode. You do a <laughs> DNA right? test to find out if you're Indian. Yeah. You son of a bitch. You know, if you really want to be an Indian comic, you should do a black voice. You want to see the pictures of? Oh yeah. <laughs> That's what they all do. You want to see pictures of my father? They look identical to me, and they're very weird looking. I don't want to see pictures of your father. Come on, look at him. Come on, it's look at poo. him, Tommy. Oh, God. Hey. The problem with Tom's hey. dad. All right, that's it. I'm bringing, me, I'm bringing Hari on this show. It'll be a Hari versus Tommy and Mike. Yeah, right. All I, have to, all I have to do is pull out the ace up my sleeve. And say his documentary is poo, <laughs> and then he just crumbles. <laughs> he turns to dust, and he, we never see him again. Yeah, oh, this is so stupid. Fuck, what was I about to say before? Uh, God damn it, I lost you're it. You're about to admit that you're not Indian. That's that is not true. I'm half Indian, baby. I'm telling you, I'll show you the pictures of my dad. Yeah, do you want to see him? I bet I could find one. On we'll put Google. that on the Patreon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put pictures of your dad on the Patreon. Is that what you people want? <laughs> do you guys have a Patreon? Bucks. We yeah. do. Yeah. Are yeah. you getting Are you getting support? Yeah, we get like twenty five grand a month. No, you don't. No, we, we, get, we get a little. We, get a little we have some very nice listeners. Very nice. Yeah. We have nice. Hey, why don't you donate to that Patreon if you're listening on listen? Uh, I I said Patreon and I almost rhymed listening with Patreon the way I said it. I said it very stupid. Yeah. I'm a little bit drunk. Um, <laughs> my man. From the Nets game. This still. is Tom's dad. Oh, my God. <laughs> What'd you pull up? That's your oh dad. Oh, my God. 
I will say while while we're taking Mike doesn't understand podcasting. <laughs> oh man, guys, picture. check out the website. <laughs> we got to put that on the Patreon. Holy shit! Mike there's... pulled up a picture of a naked Indian. No, man. but there's so many photos. <laughs> what did you look up? Naked Indian man. <laughs> we're just looking at. Yeah, just of like course, there's a lot thousands of, of photos. It's just Mike's Instagram. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a bunch of best, naked Indians. His best nine. <laughs> All right, enough. Have you seen my best nine? In? <laughs> <laughs> it's his best nine inches. Oh, uh, shit. how you guys doing? I. Uh, God, how funny would that be if your dad was Dan Ninen? <laughs> That's what he lives in Bloomington, or he's from Bloomington. You know, he buys his sushi at Seven Eleven. Wait, why does he do that? Because <laughs> he, you know. <laughs> I, it's I, cheap. The funniest thing is when he comes out, he goes, I know what you, <laughs> I know what you guys are thinking. What race is this guy? <laughs> Who is thinking that? Yeah, that's what I think about every person I meet. Did you watch the video of him at the Trump inauguration ball show? No. It's amazing because no one wants a comedian. Like, it's not only it's a combination of his comedy, which is the worst thing in the world. And then also just hey, like, hey, hey, crowd. I think he's good. That's yeah, true. We like him. I just don't want him Tommy. coming after me. <laughs> he was on that Vulture Top 20 <laughs> comedian list. Uh, yeah. We should have him on the show. I fell I fell off while well, we're having a moment. I fell off on 50 in 2008. Okay. Because that's when he came out with Curtis, which I think was a bad album, and he put it against Kanye's Graduation. Yeah, that's when I started hating him, too. And he was like, I'm going to outsell Kanye's Graduation. I was like, oh, well, fuck. 50 then because I yeah. love Kanye so I was way was more Kanye team Kanye second album uh, third, no that was his third, third yeah okay. I remember being like that I had the same thing where and I and it was it. a publicity stunt yeah 100%. but it backfired so big because he didn't even come close yeah and yeah. then also, why put yourself against a dude? Because I liked them both. I'm I'm very defensive of Kanye too. I just I think he's so talented, and I think he, I, he oh, should yeah. be allowed. Really? He's my favorite. Yeah. He should be allowed to do Kanye. whatever he wants. I love Kanye. I still love he's Kanye. The best, yeah. I think he. I hope he's doing all right right now. Mm-hmm. People gave him a bunch of shit about getting fat. I like that he got heavy. Yeah. Because I'm like that means he's doing better mentally. Probably mm-hmm. one of the best musicians uh, of the last twenty years. I I think that he takes risks that nobody else takes. Absolutely. He like he pushes the game. We have a Kanye West candle right there. That's uh, uh, that's mine. Is that yours? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we have it in our apartment. It's in my apartment. I've so been trying fine. to burn down the house, <laughs> <laughs> like Manchester by the Sea. Oh God, <laughs> I can't beat it. <laughs> oh man, you ever? Uh, I watched. Have you seen Manchester by the Sea? No, my dad really likes it. Oh, you uh, got to see it. Yeah, it's so really good. Is it good. Yeah. It's, yeah. uh, it's Catholic guilt porn. Tommy uh, only really liked what Casey Affleck did behind the scenes. <laughs> right, right. So he supports it a lot. Stand but. by your Casey Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, it's... I will say don't watch that movie Hungover. Okay. Because you're just like... Oh, I'm a piece of shit. I watched Leaving Las Vegas Hungover, which is just about a guy drinking himself to death. And I was like, what am I doing? This is the I think worst you thing. should watch that while you're drinking. He's <laughs> <It's> like, woo! <laughs> the last movie I saw in theaters was It. What yeah? do you think? Yeah, more like shit. Oh, damn. Shit. More like poo. I, 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 found, I found a theme. More like poo. There's a real theme in your movie reviews. <laughs> What if I become famous for calling Hari's movie Poo, and then I just call every movie Poo, and people are like, you fucking stink, you're a fraud, you're a hack, get some new material. Avengers 2, more like Poo. (laughs) No, I can't, because my my girl's in that one. I saw saw Lady Bird, more like Lady Turd. (laughs) Just all your reviews. (laughs) I saw three billboards. 
More like shit. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to live forever, guys. <laughs> All right. Let's listen to a little ditty called How We Do. This is good. This is the song he did with the game. I think they had a falling out, 50 in the game. I think the game had a falling out with everybody. I used to love the game. I hated the game, dude. Ooh. Because I'm a gamer. <laughs> what the hell? He was making me confused. Tommy, shut the fuck up. Tom, shut up. <laughs> <Dude, Tommy. laughs> that Tommy? <laughs> Sorry. I said Tommy. I meant to say Tom. This is how we do. I did hit the game. Though. I thought he was an asshole. This is how we poo. This is how we do. He's getting into music. This is how we do. We make a move and act a fool while we up in the club. This is how we do. Nobody do it like we do it, so show us some love. Fresh like, uh, Impala, uh, chrome hydraulics, 808 drums, you don't want none, nigga better run. It's gonna have to be expedited a little bit. We are, it is 115, or no, 120 uh, a.m. That was, this is how we do. 120, smoke up. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. All right, the next song is called Wankster. Oh. Break it down. I got a lot of living to do for no, dying. Yeah. I ain't got time to waste. Let's make it. You say you a gangster, but you never pop none. You say you a wankster, and you need to stop running. You ain't a friend of mine. You ain't no kin of mine. What makes you think that I'm gonna run up on you with the nine? We do this all the time. Right now we on the grind. So hurry up and cop and go with selling nicks and dimes. Show that she's so fine. I gotta make her mine. That is a little did called Wankster. That song I used to listen to on the bus. And be like, hard as fuck. <laughs> that was my least favorite of the singles, I remember. Really? Yeah. I can't, I don't remember if PIMP was on there for me. I think, uh, I, I think I need to read. I don't, I don't I dislike it, but I just remember like, I liked Into Club so much more. Oh yeah, Into Club is for sure. I think I, I, I don't think he ever topped that, but I think I Many Men. That, I liked Many Men. Many Men's great. I I still think I think Many Men is the best song he ever had. Damn, but homie. I In actually school, you was the man, homie. <laughs> fuck happened to you? We had the sickest man. Damn, hate it or leave it. Actually, it's called hate it or love it. It's actually called hate it or love it. <laughs> You're thinking of the John Lovett podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of um. Which should have been called hate it or love it. Yes. Not hate it or leave it, which yeah. is what I said. <laughs> or, or you'd be like, your dad, hate it and leave it. <laughs> Damn. That's you as a baby. And he's the naked dude. He right? hated you yeah. and he left you. 
Let's take them back. Just <laughs> playing the song. <laughs> That's my answer to that. This is, my, this is actually my favorite. This song's Daddy ain't around, probably I'll commit felonies. My favorite rapper used to sing shit. Check out my melody. I want to live good. So shit, I sell dope for a full finger ring. I want to go roast. And it told me if I pass, I get a sheepskin coat. If I can move a few packs, I get the hat. Now that'd be dope. Tossed and turned in my sleep that night. What with the next morning, niggas that stole my bike. Different days, same shit, ain't nothing good. In the hood, I run away from this bitch and never come back if I could. Hated to love it, done the dogs on top. Sing along, but only at the inward parts. It's like the Andy Kaufman Mighty Mouse. And I'm gonna shine, homie, until my heart stops. Go ahead, envy me. I'm Rex MVP, and I ain't going nowhere, so you can get to know me. On the grill of my low rider, guns on both sides, right above the gold wires. I four five, I'm killing nigga on my soul. You really do it, that's the true meaning of a ghost rider. 10 G to take your daughter out of here. Well, that's uh, that's hater to lover, boys. Yep. I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very sorry, listeners. Boys. This is a free podcast. I will. Re- this is a free podcast. I can't do Pete Holmes. I'm just making it Seinfeld. Do you understand? <laughs> uh, he's a huge. He's a big listener of ours, Pete. Uh, is he? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna. Um, and also, uh, you. Is he really? No, he's not. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, maybe. Hey, Pete, if you're listening, check in with us. That's the playlist. I mean, that's that's it. That's a solid playlist. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't a lot, a whole lot of defending going on. Let's go through right now because I skipped through. Usually, we have you defend through the playlist. Mm-hmm. I decided to bunch them up since we t- since we bullshit for so long. Uh, <laughs> what made you choose this playlist? Um, they're just the songs that I know and like the most. Yeah. Yeah. Why no many men? Um, I think, I think many men is like too intense. And I think the best thing about 50 is like, he is fun. And I think rap in the early 2000s was like a lot of fun and it wasn't, it um, was more fun. It definitely was. Yeah. Yeah. Nelly. I mean, till he raped made some good, uh, music. Well, that's like now the most popular rap songs. I mean, I like, I love Kendrick Lamar, and I, you know what I mean. But it's yeah. still like it's all very intellectual, and Dang. it's all. Well, and then there's like the Lil Uzi Vert song. The most popular rap song of the year is literally "All My Friends Are Dead." And <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah, back yeah. at well, in the early 2000s, it was like, no, we're drinking Bacardi. It's fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a different time. Oh God. Yeah, and there's bitches, and we get the subject. <laughs> we get the. And if they're on their period, you just find someone to suck your dick. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I LOL. Love, I miss when <laughs> LOL. There is that thing where it is like before it's all this like pre Trump shit somewhat where it's like we could just have fun here and that like we not in twenty yeah, in twenty seventeen we can't have fun. It's all like It's almost over. Yeah. Twenty eighteen will be good. Twenty eighteen will be good. It's so funny when people are like, Can't wait for twenty sixteen to end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why would it be better? <laughs> it makes no sense. Ooh, um, maybe Coach Hornacek would well, Maybe if maybe if Hillary didn't blow it. Oh, what happened? God. Yeah, what, ah, what she just happened, she just Mike? blew the easiest election. And, that's what, uh, that's failed what it says everybody. in the book. Yeah. <laughs> I sorry I blew it, everybody. My bad. <laughs> Thanks for buying the book. That's it. <laughs> oh, she forgot to use Steve Harvey on her campaign. <laughs> she should have. Do you think Steve Harvey could become president? Yeah, 
I think he could. No, he he's can, too and dumb. I hope he will. He's too dumb. Did you say he's too dumb? Yeah. You think he's dumber than Trump? I do. Wow. You heard it here first, folks. Tommy McNamara thinks Donald Trump is smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, he is dumb as hell. But I think doesn't that Steve he's likable. But doesn't he have a bit where he's like, you know, when you were younger, you were just taking a piss. But then when you older, you urinate. <laughs> That's a great bit. Yeah. It's funny. All right, never mind. I'll vote for him. Tommy loves any bit about piss. <laughs> um, Didn't Steve Harvey like defend Bill Cosby recently? Yes, he did. Yeah. yeah, he did pretty recently. Yeah, you're right. He wouldn't become president, I guess. Like late, he defended him like pretty. Late. I don't know. Part of me thinks he could become president. I just don't, I, think I don't think he's dumb run. enough to be evil. Yeah, that's. I think, think he's dumb enough to be selfish. No, I'm saying that you have you, to be. Like, oh, you think you think he's too dumb to be? I think evil. he's too dumb to be evil. I see. I'm I see. Okay. All I know is if Zuckerberg runs, Trump's going to win again. Well, Zuckerberg wouldn't be the Democratic candidate. You don't think? No. Who he would be the Republican candidate? No, he'd be an independent. He would be like the. He would call it like the Facebook party. Yeah. And then he would yeah. like make us all message him our votes. <laughs> And it would be horrible. And if you don't vote for him, we get charged for Facebook. Yeah, you're banned from Facebook. Do you guys have friends on your Facebook that post shit like that? Like, they're going to start charging us for Facebook. I hope they do so I can quit it. And like, I would have love a re- to just I need stop. a reason. Man, it As Hoobastank so Stank once stop. said, I need a and reason. And the reason is you're getting charged. Exactly. Yeah, that would be sick to just be like, Oh, it's like Tinder. Like just I remember, to get an easy reason to quit. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when, when Tinder like up when it was like you can only swipe fifty times a day or whatever, and you get charged. Other than that, I was like, thank you. <laughs> That's when I stopped cheating on my girlfriend. I said, like, well, if Tinder's charging people, I'm done. I remember back before then, Tommy was banging a new lady every night. Well, yeah, it was free. <laughs> it was free. He would just swipe. It was free love. Would, one swipe, one bang, and then. Yeah, I've never gotten a uh, swipe left. Uh, that's the crazy. How, how, how is I your relationship? Are you are you happy? It's going great. <laughs> Good. All right, what Tommy? What do you rate the playlist? I honestly, uh, I'm happy that you chose only songs from the era that I like. Fifty Cent, uh, because there's really, it's really pretty much just the G Unit. Uh, that that era, and then the Get Richard Die Trying. Those are the, that's the only stuff I like, and that's the only stuff this is. Yeah. So I honestly like all these songs. Uh, Winks is not my favorite, so I'm gonna go five point five. But that is a pretty iconic Fifty Cent song. It is, no, it's good. No, it's definitely it's it's it belongs there. It's just, it just like personally is not my favorite, and I still I don't hate it. It's just not my favorite. So yeah. five point five out of six. Very For, high. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go five because. I I think we don't need uh, what's that one song? Maybe I feel like you don't like. Do. I feel like you don't like PIMP. PIMP, I could take or leave. It reminds me. Yeah, it's. it's kind of I think funny. I. I think what it is for me is I like the angrier Fifty Cent. Mm-hmm. I love. For me, many men was such a big thing. Like that was the song where I was like, "This dude is." Yeah. This was. And then what's the song where he's like, "In this white man's world, I'm similar to a squirrel." Looking that was for on a the slut. Facebook threads, and I can't remember it. I need a nut. I forget whatever. what yeah. song, but he's like, "Yeah, looking for a slut with a nice butt to get a nut." <laughs> That's I remember good. that was on in the car. My mom would be like, "What is this? <laughs> Turn this off!" Yeah. When I when that was on, I was like, "This is cool as shit." As yeah. a kid. And Wait, before I like, forget, I want to say. Uh, 
Candy Shop and Magic Stick are the exact same song, and it bugged me forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. And if either of them were on the playlist, I would have ripped on that, but it's the same thing. Candy Shop, Magic Stick. Yeah, it's, the same it's not thing. good. It's the exact same thing. Yeah, I don't like that. That 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 exact sort of shit is what made me stop liking him. I liked when he was talking about getting shot, because getting shot is cool. That's true. I've been shot nine times. Mm. For By, real? Uh, yeah, nine, the German version. <laughs> yeah, no time. <laughs> <laughs> I was just say from people who uh, give, uh, what do you call those, uh, the vaccines. <laughs> gotten so many vaccines, dog. But I'm still breathing. Living proof there's a God. If you need a it is like, funny when he says, like, living proof there's a God that I got shot and I'm still going. It's like, yeah, so God didn't like Kennedy. <laughs> also, God wanted you to get shot nine times yeah. to prove something to you. Uh, yeah, it's not. I, I've always been baffled by that because Tupac had a line like that, too, where it's like, pretty much a lot of rappers have a line where it's like, <laughs> the funniest one is, so 50 Cent is like, I got shot nine times. Kanye does this too, and through the with about his the car wire, accident yeah. with his car, the, he's like living proof there's a god. It's like these all can't be live. Like, what about people who die? Like, <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. like, I guess God's not real. <laughs> uh, Mike, what do you rate the playlist? Um, five. <laughs> Wait, I went higher than you. Yeah. Wow, a true reversal of our first. <laughs> because there's better Fifty Cent songs, but these are probably like the most popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, uh, thank you so much for coming on, man. We got to wrap this up. All right. It's Can I plug my show, please? Yeah, I yeah. actually know. Uh, we're going to wrap this up. And uh, no. Oh, come on. Yeah. No, plug your show, of course. Tom, it's not my fault you're a fake Indian. Oh, my God. All right. uh, <laughs> I have a podcast called The Sit Down. It's about organized crime, and uh, it's a lot of fun. I got to have you guys on. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. man. We can uh, talk about, uh, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Whatever you want to talk about. Watch Whatever's, Conan, Whatever's organized crime related. Yeah, the Conans I did forever ago, and I won't be on again. Why not watch him? Yeah, watch him. Yeah, watch Mike's Conans. They're very funny. We did, I actually just watched a couple the other day. The, or the, the, uh, the jacket is still... I mean, it's incredible. Yeah, I don't know why I did that. It's a great jacket, Mike. It's so funny that you did that, and you're hilarious on top of it. Some people might wear a cool jacket. Yeah. And then they suck. And then it's over. Yeah. But you wore a cool jacket. It's a very silly jacket, in my opinion. But it's hilarious, too. So then it's like it's like a bonus that you wore this jacket. It's great. Thanks. Um, yeah, check out Mike. Come uh, to our show, I'm, December 21st. Where you can hear me tell the truth about my race. <laughs> where Tom will reveal <laughs> the one final truth. <laughs> the final truth. The final solution. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Look, yeah, my podcast Indian. is the sit down on iTunes. Check out the sit oh, down. You didn't give us the, yeah, yeah. Check out the sit down. It no longer um, features Frank Turnover. <laughs> yeah, he quit. He walked off. We got two more episodes with him, and uh, yeah, yeah, he wasn't getting um, you know, his his dues. <laughs> he wasn't getting taken care of. You have to listen to this. I can't wait to listen to it. Yeah, definitely check me and Tommy. Come to me and Tommy show at Caroline's on Broadway, December 21st. Thursday the 21st, 9.30 p.m. Featuring Mark Norman. Joel Kim Booster. Mike Leibovitz. Noah Garden Schwartz. Ah. Uh, oh, no, no. Uh, uh, Joyelle. Joyelle Johnson and Dina Hashem. That's right. Oh, Dina Hashem, fresh off a hot Conan set. Um, yeah, come to that. It's going to be a great time. I'm sorry that uh, we were... 
uh, that I'm drunk on this episode. Don't be sorry. But uh, this has been a fun time. We appreciate you listen- listening. Oh, <laughs> my God. Damn it. I'm also very tired. It's almost two. Um, on the count of three, we like to end the show off by saying keep it crispy. All right. Keep it crispy. Wait. Somebody else ha- <laughs> says keep it crispy. Keep it crispy.